Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey, hey, everybody. What's happening? Welcome to episode number 94 of the Private Labeler Show. Thanks for tuning in as always. Really appreciate it. No matter where in the world you are listening, you are all amazing. And don't you ever forget it. Yes. So, uh, yes, hopefully your guys' 2018 is off to a rock and start. Hopefully you're executing on your game plan and just trying to take things to the next level, guys. Uh, 2017, wow, what a year. What a strong finish to the fourth quarter. Amazon was just absolute madness. Really loved it, so thank you, Amazon. Hopefully you guys just had a strong finish of the year, made a bunch of money, and uh, did really well with that. So sometimes I just have to stop and think, like, wow, what a time to be alive. Like, you know, you could focus on the negative all you want. There's a lot of bad things going on, a lot of negative things, but I like to try to look at the positive more often than not. And there are so many amazing things happening in the world. There's so much craziness, but at the same time, like, you know, we live in such amazing times for business and e-commerce and all this and that, the ability to do what we do, make money from platforms like Amazon and, you know, have choices and freedoms and things like that. So thank you, Amazon, uh, for, for providing that. Thank you, Mr. Bezos. So just with, you know, getting that out the way, guys, uh, we're going to talk about kind of what's in store for 2018, like kind of the current state of Amazon, current state of e-commerce, in, in my opinion. Um, I've been selling in e-commerce for the past four or five years, so I have a little bit of a perspective now kind of on what I've seen and where I see things going that I want to share with you guys. Hopefully, you'll find a little bit of that insight valuable. But more importantly, though, I want to give you three to four kind of ideas or basic fundamentals here that you should really be focused in on going forward on Amazon and just e-commerce in general that I really think are going to help you out. There's no magic bullets here, really. There's no you know, hidden gem of like a crazy strategy that nobody else knows of yet, but I want to get everybody kind of grounded and off to the right foot because I want each and every person listening to this to be still selling at the end of 2018, okay, and into 2019. That's that's kind of the, the idea here. Focus on these fundamentals and you'll win. Really, that's that's the name of the game. So before that, though, before we jump in, if it's okay with you guys, I just would like to thank everybody for leaving iTunes reviews recently. Uh, really means a lot. I think we're up to about 80 reviews. So if you guys could help me get to 100 reviews, that would be cool. If you haven't yet left a review, uh, please take a moment out of your busy day and drop a review on iTunes if you got an iTunes account. Uh, thank you in advance for that. It would mean the world to me. All right. So, yeah. So the current state of Amazon. Um, there's so much to really talk about here. So I'll, I'll keep this kind of short. But uh, Amazon, every time I think that Amazon, you know, might be slowing down a little bit or you might hear some bad news that like sales aren't as good as they used to be on Amazon there, you know, the, the behemoth is, is uh, you know, kind of like I said, slowing down. It's the complete opposite. I think Amazon has broken so many records for sales for their prime days and all their special event days, um, you know, during the holiday seasons and all this and that, that it just grows year in and year out. And I just don't understand how it can keep getting so big. Uh, it's just it's just really mind-boggling. So the state of Amazon is not only is it getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but there's more and more sellers coming into the fold as well. Okay, um, I think what was it last year? The, one of the big things that Amazon did is they acquired Whole Foods. I think it was for like 13 billion dollars. Bezos must have woke up and said, "Yeah, I feel like buying a grocery store because I don't have one of those yet." So he buys an entire grocery store chain, one of the largest, and uh, you know, just like holy cow, how do you do that? 
And then there's even rumors that they're interested in purchasing Target stores, the whole the whole company. Like, how does that? How do you do that? Like, how are you that big that you can just acquire so many of these companies like that? And it's just amazing. So, what what a time, you know? What a time to be selling on Amazon. So that's all good stuff for us. The bigger they get, the stronger they get. In a lot of in a lot of sense, means that they're going to attract more customers, uh, and that's just more people that we can sell our goods to, our products to. So that's awesome. So Amazon just getting bigger. You know, and I even thought. I probably said this a few times in the podcast last year that you know Walmart and Jet is an example. Uh, they might kind of get get their acts together and, and start to challenge Amazon a little bit. And I don't really think that that happened much. I think Amazon just keeps outpacing them for the most part. So I, I don't know if that's going to change. But uh, you know, I think Amazon's just leading everybody in the dust. So maybe Walmart. Or, you know, they're doing a lot of really good things. Walmart is. Um, and kind of turning things, you know, around or whatever to go after Amazon. But I think Amazon's is so far ahead as far as what they offer uh, for third-party sellers and things like that. So as I mentioned, though, there's more and more people selling on Amazon. I, I can't remember the exact amount of new sellers that jumped onto the platform last year to sell. But wow, it was a lot. And it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as we go forward. As Amazon grows in their presence around the world, I think they just opened up in uh, Australia as far as FBA and all that. Or if not, will be shortly. So it just goes to show their presence around the world is still in the process of growing. What that means is that more and more sellers and more and more buyers will be coming into the fold. So all that really means for us, though, is there's more competition. So we need to be better sellers. We need to be smarter and more strategic. Um, I think what a lot of people are seeing and making a lot of comments and a lot of noise about, almost from a, a standpoint of fear, is they're starting to see their own factories that they're that they're getting their goods from selling on Amazon and starting to do it fairly well. Um, you know, it used to just be you'd see an occasional factory and they had really horrible listings and things like that. And that's not really the case anymore as far as what I'm seeing. I'm seeing some of these factories with not the best listings, but, you know, they got good pictures and, you know, it kind of looks like they know what they're doing now a little bit more as they get experienced on, uh, you know, Amazon as well. So that's something to really kind of pay attention to, but hopefully that doesn't scare you too much because that just means that we need to be better, Okay. And that's what this is all about. It's all about improving our, our our decisions and our strategies so that we can succeed long term, and we're not just kind of fizzling out here in 2018. So years past, though, guys, um, I'm sure you've heard this though. I've like I said, I've been selling on Amazon for a while now, and I remember when I first kind of got started out, like you could kind of put almost darn near anything on Amazon for a while, and it would sell. Like way back in the day, that's kind of how it was. Um, those days are never coming back. That's long gone. So it just comes down to being smarter and being better with what you're doing. And uh, what I want to talk about now, though, guys, is a handful of ideas that can help you and help us kind of cruise through 2018 and get to, to levels we never thought possible. Now, there's a lot of information in our community, whether it be through podcasts, YouTube channels, conferences, you name it. There's a lot of great information being put out there in our in our amazing community and at the same time, there's a lot of nuggets. There's like a lot of, you know, magic bullets. There's a lot of, a lot of shiny object syndrome of like things that people want to focus on, like the hot new trend or that, you know, the hot ideas and things like that. And it can become really easy to get sidetracked. And if you get sidetracked, you can become derailed. And before you know it, your whole business goes up in flames. But my goal here is just to kind of put you on the right track, no matter if, again, it's your first product or your 10th or your 100th or whatever, just to give you a, a good mindset of like, the basics that it takes to succeed. Because if you do these basic things, uh, hopefully 
you'll be selling on Amazon, not just in 2018, but and beyond and having a lot of great success. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. So getting into my, my number one, I guess you could say the, the most important thing that I think that every seller really needs to think about strongly here if they want to set themselves up um, is product selection, making sure that you're choosing the right products and that with as much certainty as possible that whenever you launch that product, you're going to have great success with it. Uh, it really shouldn't be a mystery. You shouldn't be kind of crossing your fingers on anything. You just need to be very calculated with your product selection, finding those hidden gems out there, finding those opportunities out there because they are out there. As much as I just said that, you know, there's there's a lot of influx of sellers coming in and all this and that, there's still plenty. I mean, plenty of opportunities if you know where to look, okay? If you know um, how to kind of dig around and, and find those gems because they are out there, okay? They're absolutely out there. You know, if you launch a bad product, it doesn't matter how great your pictures are. It doesn't matter how great your listing is. The product's going to fail because the market always wins. The customers always win. Like they're going to, you know, crush a bad product or whatever. Or if you launch a, what you think might be kind of a cool product, because maybe you're kind of emotionally attached to it, but there's just not enough demand for it anymore or whatever, it's going to fail. So you want to make sure obviously that you have products with good to high demand. Okay. That's just the easiest thing to kind of put out there. But yet I often see sellers selling products where you know there's really no demand anymore for those products or whatever, or just a bad idea to start out with or whatever, but yet maybe they become so kind of attached to certain ideas and they, or they're maybe again, crossing their fingers or just hoping, you know, hope really isn't a strategy. Like you should really be strategic with every single product you release going forward, because it's going to matter a lot, especially with FBA fees increasing. That's going to mean more, less profit for you, but you want to make sure that the products that you're going to be selling going forward have more margin, have more profit available. So that's really important to understand, okay, for long-term success. Um, now, really, the, just the name of the game, and I've, I've said this a long time, uh, a whole bunch of times before, but, I mean, you just got to give the market what it wants, okay? So once you identify some potential pockets within a market as far as, like, product opportunities, you have to look at those product reviews, okay? That's really important, and you want to read all that stuff and get that that information as far as once you identify some some potential ideas, see what that uh, that those current sellers of that that product aren't offering and what the market wants. So if you know again if an item is constantly breaking in a certain spot or it's not offering a specific color or, or whatever, you got to read that stuff and be able to identify those opportunities and then give the market what it wants. Improve what's out there, okay. And uh, you'll have success. So I've even noticed that with a lot of the products I'm selling, that's kind of the tactics I used, you know, I have used before, just improving like the product itself or improving the way it's marketed or whatever, and had a lot of success with that. But what I'm seeing is that people are taking things that I've done on my listings and are improving what I'm doing. So thus they have better listings and or better products at this point, because it's just kind of like a game of leapfrog now. So that's good though. That's healthy. That gets you thinking and, and moving. And that's really the name of the game. Now, I know when I first started selling, there was, uh, I don't even think Jungle Scout was even around anymore or around at the time. I think I, I, I wasn't even aware of it, but it took a long time to maybe identify opportunities. Like you had to kind of go through things by hand and, you know, do a lot of searching. And obviously there's a ton of tools out there. There are a lot of great ones, Jungle Scout included, uh, to help you with this process, to help you crunch this data. So as I mentioned, you find high demand and you kind of go from there. And you, it's, I've always pushed, you know, people to find products that they have passion around. That's, I still stand by that. Okay. And kind of, and kind of dig deep and niche it out. But there are even better tools out there now. Like I've been playing around with, uh, I don't know if you guys have used this at all. I po- actually posted this in a Facebook group, but 
Um, there are better tools out there now for, for helping you find these hidden gem opportunities. One of them is Viral Launch. They have their, what is it, the, the product discovery tool or whatever. I was playing around with it when I was actually, uh, what was it? I was kind of waiting for a flight once, I think a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was kind of messing around with it. And I was like, wow, this is really powerful. Like this allows you to really dig at such a crazy level on Amazon to like find opportunities that you wouldn't be able to find before or that, you know, like for my brand that I'm building, you know, I kind of have a plan for like the product sequence on what products are coming out. And, and, uh, you know, I thought it was pretty well thought out and I actually was using this tool and I was finding, I found like a handful of uh, like opportunities that I had never even thought of, like that. I was like, wow, I had no idea. And, uh, that's just kind of goes to show you how big Amazon is. And that once you kind of even think you got a market figured out, there's still more opportunities out there. So for all the people that say, Oh, all the opportunity or all the good products are picked or whatever, that's nonsense. So if you aren't good at identifying those opportunities yourself, um, there are tools out there that will help you with this, obviously. So, um, I do plan on doing a video actually on that on that tool though that I was using to help you guys maybe kind of break this down because I do understand that product selection is probably the most difficult thing to do well and to do it correctly, okay? And unfortunately, you know, like when you launch a bad product, you waste a lot of time and effort in doing that and it's very demoralizing. And that's why a lot of people might quit private label or whatever just because they wasted weeks if not hours and so many hours of their time and, uh, you know, just to, just to kind of fall on their faces and sometimes, like I said, people become discouraged. So, the name of the game is to really get super strategic and find these opportunities before other sellers do and kind of uh, put your footprint out there and just really run with it. So that way, uh, down the line, if other people want to jump in, you've got such a far lead with your presence on Amazon with that product. So product selection guide, super important. Look forward to that video. I'll probably communicate it. I'll do like a, I'll do like a YouTube video or whatever, maybe a couple of them, not just on like identifying product opportunities, but like, I'll kind of show you this tool I have been using it. I'm like, Holy crap. Like I like jungle scout. Don't get me wrong. Saves me a ton of time. I've always talked great about it, but I, I think I might've found a tool that will help a lot of sellers identify those hidden gem opportunities in so many different ways. So it's pretty amazing. So I just thought I would kind of mention that as a side note. So the second idea, the second thing that I think you really need to get great at and really get committed and focused on for success here is figuring out external traffic, okay? So as an example, let's say you have a great listing already. Um, you have a, a great selling product. Let's say you got a conversion rate of like 25%. You're crushing it, right? You're ranking page one for all your major keywords. You know, you're doing the PPC, you're doing the, the AMS ads, you're doing all the internal stuff on Amazon to make that happen. Um, if you already have that listing that converts at, let's say 25%, it would be a crime if you just did the internal Amazon stuff and did not bring external traffic into that listing. Like your goal at that point should be to drive as much traffic, targeted traffic, as many eyeballs, relevant eyeballs to that listing as possible. Like that should be your biggest goal ever, because if you already have a superstar product, turn it into a, a mega superstar. Okay, and you, the way you can do that, once you've tapped out Amazon, bring traffic to that listing, period, end of story. But here's the problem. People kind of know that, but what, they, what happens is they get confused that there's so many different opportunities for external traffic. You know, they look at platforms like YouTube or Facebook or let's say Instagram or email lists and all this and that. And what happens is, is they dabble and try a little bit of everything. And what happens is you just end up sucking at all of them. So my advice is to pick one, maybe one that makes the most sense or whatever for your product, or your audiences, and get great at it, okay? 
to figure out how you can take your superstar product on Amazon, drive external traffic just from one source that makes sense and make it into something amazing. Like, make, you know, again, you already did all the, the, all, the, all the hard work to get that product to where it needs to be with the listing and all this and that, but pick one. So as an example, um, you know, if you want to play on Facebook, great. Facebook's got a lot of options. It might be a little overwhelming. So what I might suggest, try this. Try Facebook Messenger marketing. Very untapped, okay? Not a lot of people doing it yet. In my opinion, I've seen it. I've played around with it. It's email 3.0 on steroids, okay? It's amazing. So if that makes sense for you and your products and your audience, then I would suggest you look into something like that. All the other stuff, maybe forget about it. Maybe another day, but just get great at that, okay? Um, if you're doing things like that, I guarantee your competition is not. Your competition's probably barely fumbling around with PPC at best a lot of times. So if you can get great at just one external traffic source, you're going to set yourself up to win, okay? Uh, other ideas, um, I, I've, I've mentioned this in the past. Well, obviously, if you aren't building an email list, I, I, I just have no words for that. Maybe that's something you want to finally commit to this year. Uh, you know, you should have been doing that anyways in mo- for most people. Unless you're brand new to selling, don't worry. You can get to that. But other ideas I've mentioned before, and this really isn't ever talked about, but I always am baffled by this because I always say it maybe every few months, but getting good at figuring out how to drive traffic from Amazon Kindle to your actual Amazon product. Like if you can figure out that traffic source, that's not necessarily an external traffic source. It's just on the other side of things like uh, by publishing Kindle books with relevant content related to your product and figuring that out as far as driving them to an email list or pushing them to your Amazon listing, um, you can knock it out of the park. And I think that that is, I still don't know why nobody talks about that. And I'm, I don't know, maybe glad, maybe not or whatever. I would definitely look into utilizing that strategy if it makes sense for your niche and for your products or whatever. It might not. But again, if you're doing like, like a yoga product or something like that or yoga brand, why the heck wouldn't you have yoga Kindle books for your brand? A whole bunch of them too. Okay, giving out free content, driving them to an opt-in page, and then from there, you can send them right to your Amazon listing, all that good stuff, and just blow it out of the water, okay? Because, you already, again, you already have the listing that converts, right? You're already converting at 20% or 25%. Just add more traffic. So look into things like that. But, again, keep it very narrow-focused, as I said. Pick one, maybe two at best. Get great at them, okay? So I can, I can almost guarantee you your competition is not going to be on that level. That's how you take it to the next level. So moving on to idea number three here, and this is the one, in my opinion, that can pay off easily the most in the long run or and to really set, you so, set yourself uh, uh, apart from the competition and allow you to really run in 2018. It's all about building brands. It's all about building community that supports your brands, okay? Now, this might not be for everybody. You might not be interested in creating a specific brand or anything like that, but if you are, wow, like you could really knock it out of the park. I mean, just think about it. You could be... A guy or a girl, you know, working out of your basement by yourself, and you could build a multi-million dollar brand from your laptop in the span of a few years and, and potentially get acquired by a bigger brand or a bigger company and buys you out, you know? So it's that's all here. That's all possible right now. That's happening in, in huge numbers right now, guys. And it's really exciting to think about. So let me break this down. So if you've identified your your core customer right now and have a plan for your brand, great. You just need to enact on it. If you don't have any of that yet, I would highly suggest you do that. Instead of screwing around and like 
you know, just selling all these random products, just get tunnel vision. Just get focused on a specific customer. What do they want? Serve it to them. Build a brand around it. Build a story around your brand. Build a community around your brand. All the tools are available for you to do that on the internet. They're all out there. So Amazon, as you've noticed, have been kind of really pushing towards that direction. So through our enhanced brand content pages, they want us to tell our brand story, our company story. Tell you know, Put all that out there so customers can see that because that sells better. Now, if a customer buys product A from you and you have very strategically chosen all your products that fit within your brand to serve that customer, you can then sell them products B, C, and D. Okay, Instead of just selling one product to them, you could sell four, okay, over time. They might not buy all of them right out, you know, right from the beginning from you, but I'll tell you what, if you do a darn good job kind of presenting your brand and what you're all about and your story and all this and that, it's going to get that customer interested in to come back in and see what else you have that relates to that product that they already were interested in because you were strategic about things. So you can do great things through uh, through your packaging, through your follow-up sequences, uh, through your marketing, through enhanced brand content, through video, all that stuff to tell the customer about who you are, what you're all about, and all that cool stuff. So, you know, I would suggest, and I've talked about this before, that let's say uh, let's say you're from the state of Texas or whatever. Well, you should be communicating things like that to your customer, like, "Hey, we're a small family business from the great state of Texas." Awesome, right? Customers love that stuff. They love hearing about it. You want to know why I know how? Because I hear it all the time. I hear it every single day, okay, from customers messaging me like, hey, that's so cool that you're from this state and that you're a small family business. We love supporting you. We're going to also see what else you have. Hey, you know, we've purchased from you five times. We bought all your stuff. We love it. And what really goes even further then is if you have a plan around like, you know, like basic things like companies have like, hey, I, you know, I have consistency in my packaging and my logos and my colors and my marketing and my messaging. If you if you kind of do all that strategically, you don't need to know all that right off the bat. But as you kind of go, you can you can really morph um, what you're doing into a cool brand, okay? And again, instead of them buying one item from you and moving on and never talking to you again, if you can bring them into your fold, they like what you're all about, they like your messaging, you can knock it out of the park. So they're buying more and more items from you over time than just just that one and running, okay? Other things too I would recommend if you're going to go that route, which I highly suggest you do, um, you know, if, if you can do it, if at all possible, I would recommend that you look into tying your brand to some sort of like a cause or, or a charity or, you know, something on that level, if it's possible. It might not be possible for the products you're selling. But, you know, as an example, if you're doing like fitness stuff, you know, try to tie in what you're doing to, um, you know, I don't know, a, a breast cancer awareness or something like that or whatever. I think you get the point. But like if you can tie it into something like greater than just slinging products, customers love that stuff okay that stuff matters when they see that they're going to come back to you they're going to look you up online they're going to look on your facebook look on your instagram they're going to look wherever and then they're going to follow you and then you're going to acquire that customer again they're going to they're going to keep coming back so when you have new products they're raising their hand because they're like hey i like what these guys are all about they're a small family business from this state hey they really you know they care so if you can position yourself strategically like that you are going to win. And here's the big payoff, okay? You're hearing about this more and more. You're hearing about maybe three, four, five, six, ten product brands or whatever, maybe started by a couple in their kitchen. You're seeing these brands that they're building, these little micro brands. They're doing well. Other big companies are noticing that, and then they're acquiring these brands, and they're getting a big payout from it, okay? Because if you're an investor or if you're a bigger brand that that you know is looking to spend money, 
Chances are you might be looking to acquire an Amazon business and buy up a private label brand to add to your existing one to make it even bigger. So I'm just kind of you know giving you guys what's out there. Um, that's something I am I'm very very interested in doing by the end of the year as far as like cashing out on my brand or whatever. I don't know how much I've talked about that in the past because that is happening at um, increased rates. So if you kind of have a, a strategy and plan and a vision, um, you know, and you can put it all together. It's going to pay off not just from selling more stuff to a single customer, but it's going to pay off in the long run, potentially, if you're looking at uh, getting bought out if you do a good job. So that's that's just kind of uh, my, my take on that. Um, you can do with it what you want. If you don't want anything to do with that and you just want to sling product and do whatever, knock yourself out. But uh, have a plan and uh, you know build a brand, I think. you know That's just the way to go. And, and make it make sense. And again, you don't have to know it all right off the bat. Like you Just kind of put it together as you go. But if you know it, you know exactly what you want to do, run with it. That's, I, think it's, I think it's a tremendous opportunity right now. And uh, kind, of, kind of winding this down, guys, I guess you could say number four, um, ways to set, or fourth way to set you up for success is thinking outside the box. Uh, that's just simple. So too many people, they'll, they'll watch a YouTube video and they'll watch some guy like find a product on Amazon with a tool or whatever, and then they choose that product because, oh, that, you know, it's just easy. And then they sell the same damn thing as everybody else and they fail or whatever. That's not thinking outside the box. Like everything you do, you should try to think different. Uh, if you see the crowd running in one direction, you know, that's a problem. Run in a different direction. So always think outside the box. Try different things. Make sure it's smart, strategic, but uh, don't be afraid to kind of break the rules and bend the rules a little bit compared to what everybody else is quote unquote doing. So, um, you know, you can get handsomely rewarded just by using your brains and being creative in this business. So that's like small things too. Like even with product selection, that could be like bundling. Well, Hey, everybody's selling this, you know, this, uh, this grill brush just by itself. Well, what if I did, you know, this product with it or offer this as well, or upgraded that, or, you know, if you see and identify things, just think outside the box and how you can actually, you know, benefit from that and, uh, provide the customer with a better experience. So that's just kind of what I wanted to end it with. Um, don't be afraid to be a little different, think a little different and, uh, get rewarded for it, hopefully. So usually what happens. So that about does it guys. Um, I wanted to kind of leave it there. Hopefully you got a little insight out of this. Let's just crush it in 2018. Uh, let's, let's all help each other out, support each other. If you guys have any thoughts on this, join in the Facebook group over at privatelabelershow.com forward slash FB. Would love to have you in there so that we can all help each other succeed and take things to the next level. So I will talk to you guys very shortly in the next one. Later.